Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Wikipedia page for Lightyear Film. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I am Rachel Teichman, LMSW, your new co-current events co-host. Don't forget to subscribe, everybody. We are starting to do current events because uh, now that the machine is up and running, which is the Wikilisten machine... And we actually have time to do the current events because we're not doing as much producing with our bare hands anymore. Thank goodness. Not anymore. And this is in the news because one light year, the movie just came out and people are flipping out about it because there's a kiss in the movie. Let's read it, shall we? All right. Let's get risque like that Buzz Lightyear Pixar kiss. Lightyear film. Lightyear is a 2022 American computer animated science fiction action adventure film produced by Pixar Animation Studios and distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. The film is a spin-off of the Toy Story film series serving as an origin story for the character Buzz Lightyear. It was co-written and directed by Angus McLean and produced by Galen Sussman and stars Chris Evans as the voice of the title character with Kiki Palmer, Peter Sohn, James Brolin, Taika Waititi, Dale Souls, Uzo Aduba, Mary McDonald Lewis, Ephraim Ramirez, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. in supporting roles. That is quite the cast. I didn't know. 
Well, I am actually excited to go check this movie out. Me too. I mean, not just because it's in the news, but also just because any space adventure that's done well, I'm there. Any done well space adventure, you got me. I just love Toy Story. I like Toy Story a lot, but I'm more drawn because of the space adventure part of this one. So, space adventure. All right, Luke. Lightyear tells the story of young astronaut Buzz Lightyear, who, after being marooned on a hostile planet with his commander and crew, tries to find a way back home while confronting a threat in the form of the Emperor Zerg. Initially, the source material for Buzz Lightyear was introduced in the direct-to-video film Buzz Lightyear of Star Command The Adventure Begins 2000, which was the pilot to a spin-off television series, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command 2000-2001. After finishing work on Finding Dory 2016, McLean, a science fiction fan, pitched the idea of making a film about Buzz Lightyear at Pixar. To evoke the science fiction films he grew up watching, the animators wanted to give the film a cinematic and chunky look. Michael Giacchino composed the film's score. This is great. By the way, anybody who's listening along, and if this is when Lightyear has just come out, we're going to skip over the plot part of the movie, and we're also going to skip over the cast list of this movie on the Wikipedia page. We don't want to give spoilers for the movie since it just came out. But I'll tell you what, you really want to hear it, you can go to the Wikipedia page yourself and read those parts in your own voice. Lightyear premiered at the El Capitan Theater in Los Angeles on June 8, 2022, and was theatrically released in the United States on June 17th in Real D, 3D, 4DX, Dolby Cinema, and IMAX formats. It is the first Pixar film to be released in theaters worldwide since... Onward in March 2020, and the first filmed in IMAX, it received generally favorable reviews from critics who praised its animation, voice acting, and entertainment value, but felt its story was too conventional and not up to Pixar's usual standards. Way to go, film critics. Yeah, way to go. Production. Development. Development on Lightyear started after finishing work on Finding Dory 2016. After co-directing Dory with Andrew Stanton, Angus McLean was allowed to pitch the idea of making a Buzz Lightyear film, having always wondered what movie Andy Davis saw in the original Toy Story 1995 to get interested in a Buzz Lightyear action figure. McLean, also a science fiction fan, had felt attracted to the character of Buzz since he started working at Pixar, feeling that the film's story was very personal for him whose favorite movie since childhood had been Star Wars 1977. An aspect present in the Toy Story films that Lightyear explores is Buzz's disagreement over the nature of reality, which, coupled with his heroic ideals, made an amalgam of sci-fi cliches that McLean intended to make more than just a punchline. In February 2019, Tim Allen, who voiced Buzz in the films, expressed interest in doing another film as he did not see any reason why they would not do it. While in that May on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, 
Tom Hanks, who voiced Sheriff Woody, said that Toy Story 4 2019 would be the final installment in the franchise. But producer Mark Nielsen disclosed a possibility of a fifth film, as Pixar was not ruling out that possibility in December 2020 at a Disney Investor Day meeting, Lightyear was announced as a spin-off film depicting the in-universe origin of the human Buzz Lightyear character, with Chris Evans providing the character's voice. Okay, two What a roller coaster. Yeah, one, way to go Tom Hanks making things up like that. And two, I didn't realize that this movie was going to be about like the actual human Buzz Lightyear and not Buzz Lightyear as a toy going to space. No, it's the movie that the kids saw in the Toy Story world. Yes, okay. I understand. But also, but that's something I don't understand. What? Why are you mad at Tom Hanks? Because he literally went on Ellen and said that Toy Story Four would be the final movie in the franchise. But it sounds like he was just making that up. No, it sounds like they told him that, and that's what he said at the time. And then someone else made a decision later. I guess we'll never know the truth. I bet. I bet. I think I'm closer than you might be. <laughs> But I'm also now disappointed in this film that it isn't about a toy going to space. Okay. (laughs) When asked about the relationship between Lightyear and Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, a Toy Story spinoff series that also serves as an in-universe production starring the Buzz character, McLean, who directed the CG opening sequence for Star Command, said that he did not have it in mind while working on the film, but always pictured the series being developed in-universe after a trilogy of Lightyear films. He later explained that Lightyear serves as a live-action film within the Toy Story universe, whereas Star Command serves as a hand-drawn animated series based on the film, from which the toy versions of Buzz and Zurg derive from. Wow, that's super meta. All of this is super meta. This is great. I like it. Casting. Chris Evans was announced as the voice of the human Buzz Lightyear along with the project's announcement in December 2020. Evans was the first and only choice McLean had for Buzz. He visited Pixar's offices one day, and they pitched him the project during a visit. Evans accepted the offer immediately, given his love for animation. Evans credited the original voice actor for Buzz Lightyear, Tim Allen, as his guideline and also wanted to create his own understanding of the character and try to make some fresh tracks in the snow while paying homage to his work in the film. He eventually felt comfortable with his own interpretation and had to lower his voice for the role. The director of the film, McLean, defended the recasting. Tim's version of Buzz Lightyear is a little goofier and is a little dumber, and so he is the comic relief. In this film, Buzz is the action hero. He's serious and ambitious and funny, but not in a goofy way that would undercut the drama. Chris Evans has the gravitas and the movie star quality that our character needed to separate him and the movie from Tim's version of the toy in Toy Story. Angus McLean in an interview to Vanity Fair. Very accurate voice. Wiki listeners out there, just you know, whenever Victor Varnado KSN does a voice, he also gives a lot of animated hand movements. (laughs) Really? Wow. I'm turning off my Zoom camera. (laughs) (laughs) Taika, what? Is it YTD? Yes. Okay. 
Taiko Waititi. Was- oh my god, I wish I would have told you it was Waititi. <laughs> I wish I would have said that. <laughs> I <laughs> wish you had. Anyway, go on. Taiko Waititi was reported to have been cast in an undisclosed role in November 2021. Kiki Palmer, Dale Souls, Uzo Aduba, James Brolin, Mary McDonald Lewis, Efren Ramirez, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. were reported to have been cast in supporting roles in February 2022 following the release of the official trailer. On May 6, 2022, European Space Agency astronaut Tim Peake was revealed to have a cameo as Tim from Mission Control. On May 25th, it was revealed that Formula One drivers Carlos Sainz Jr. and Charles Leclerc would cameo in the film, both playing the same undisclosed character for the Spanish and Italian dubs of the film, respectively. Animation. The animators wanted the film to look cinematic and chunky in order to evoke the feeling of the sci-fi films McLean grew up with. In order to achieve this, they asked a former Industrial Light and Magic employee to build a spaceship model for them from which the animators drew inspiration. This technique was inspired by designers for early sci-fi films using models as inspiration for their sets and props. McLean said the animation took several visual lessons from early sci-fi and space opera films, such as those of the Star Wars franchise, though without intentionally imitating such films. Korean animators Chun Sung-uk and Lee Chai-yeon worked on the animation process in their homes during COVID-19 pandemic. They opined that it is overwhelming to see the full scale of what computer animation can do on the big screen. The animation team went to NASA to research about spaceships, spacesuits, and overall set pieces as they wanted everything to look like a live-action film rather than an animation. Well, then they could have just done this as a live-action film rather than as an animation. But that's just, you know, my thoughts. That is not a good... That No. I'm sorry. Please go on, though. Please. (laughs) According to Lee, a 3D animator who also worked in Toy Story 2 and 3 said... The director wanted to make a film that felt true, so he asked for a much more toned-down version of Buzz's personality. Being part of the team required an enormous amount of responsibility, but it was really exciting for me professionally. And just, I just want to say that animation, to make a a live-action space opera movie... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) ...would be a lot more expensive. Like, a lot. Yes. And this movie already cost a lot. It was more expensive... I knew that what I said was going to piss you off and it was worth it. Oh, oh, you're trying to make me angry on purpose. Now I think I understand you. For the IMAX release, it's the first animated feature film in history to have its aspect ratio opened up from 2391 to 1431 for select sequences of the film. Jane Yin, who served as the film's visual effects supervisor, spoke to Slash Film, stating that the team had developed virtual IMAX camera to shoot the sequence in 1431 and then would be cropped to standard definition. The team had brought two sets of lenses, two cameras, and a larger sensor equivalent to 65 millimeters, which was earlier initiated by Pixar in Wally 2008. You need to film to animate? In some types of animation, there are virtual cameras. Yes. Wait, these are virtual cameras? Yes, they're virtual cameras because they are not physical. 
I have a lot of Googling to do after this recording. You know, next time that you're just like flippantly making jokes about animation, like they should have <laughs> just made it real. Please just let you know, research a little bit about <laughs> all the work that goes into oh, I know, it. I know, I know animation is like a giant deal. And it's a lot of work. I know. You do? I do. You know it's a lot of work, even though you didn't know how it was made at all? Yes. Got it. I can know. I know generally that animation is a ton of work. Oh, got it. Music. Main article, Lightyear soundtrack. Recurrent Pixar composer Michael Giacchino was announced to compose the score for the film, marking his eighth collaboration with Pixar and the second time he would score an installment to a film franchise from Pixar that is traditionally scored by Randy Newman after Cars 2. He earlier scored for the Toy Story television specials Toy Story of Terror 2013 and Toy Story That Time Forgot 2014. The former was written and directed by McLean. The score was recorded over 15 days, requiring a 39-member choir and an 89-piece orchestra. A track titled Mission Perpetual was released as a single on June 3, 2022. Giacchino said the track was his favorite to work on the film, describing it as a challenge due to the music needing to convey Buzz's frustration, sadness, and determination through the sequence. The soundtrack was released on June 17, 2022 through Walt Disney Records. Hey, everyone, we're going to take a break so that you can support Wikilisten. Thank you for listening to that and supporting Wikilisten. You rock, everybody. Reception. Box office. As of June 19, 2022, Lightyear has grossed $50.6 million in the United States and Canada and $34.6 million in other territories for a worldwide total of... 85.2 million. In the United States and Canada, Lightyear was originally projected to gross 70 to 85 million dollars from 4,255 theaters in its opening weekend, with some estimates reaching as high as 105 million dollars. However, after making just 20.7 million dollars on its first day, including 5.2 million dollars from Thursday night previews, estimates were lowered to 51 to 55 million dollars. It went on to debut to $50.6 million, finishing second behind holdover Jurassic World Dominion. Additionally, the film earned $34.6 million from 43 international markets, bringing its worldwide three-day debut to $85.2 million. Both Deadline Hollywood and Variety attributed the underperformance to competition from Jurassic World Dominion and Top Gun Maverick, though ultimately noted it as a disappointment given the brand strength of both Pixar and the Toy Story franchise. Now, I don't understand because worldwide, these numbers are like pretty good, like on par with their goal. But I guess when they're talking about their goal, they're just talking about the United States. I think that what they're talking about is they try to spend a certain amount of money based on the brand of Pixar and Toy Story. And they're like, oh, we're going to make at least this so we can spend at least this. And maybe they didn't make that number. So that would be ultimately disappointing if you were like tens of millions of dollars off from where but, you needed to be to make money. But no? they were projected to to make 70 to 85 million. And then they worldwide, they made 85.2. So they still made their money back. Well, if they were projected to make that in the U.S., what were they projected to make oh, on the in the other territories around the world as well? 
Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. So those projections weren't mentioned in that sentence that you said, but you included those those amounts in the full number. So your math is terrible. Yes, I we know this. I am very bad at math. Critical response. On the review aggregator website, Rotten Tomatoes, 76% of 236 critics reviews are positive with an average rating of 6.8 out of 10. The website's consensus reads, Lightyear settles for being a rather conventional origin story instead of reaching for the stars, but this gorgeously animated adventure ably accomplishes its mission of straightforward fun. It is the lowest rated film of the Toy Story franchise on Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average, assigned the film a score of 60 out of 100 based on 56 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. Audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of A- on an A plus to F scale, while PostTrack gave the film an overall positive score of 85%, an average 4 out of 5 stars, with 62% saying they would definitely recommend it. Peter Bradshaw's four-star review for The Guardian stated, This cracking origin story for Toy Story's Spaceman Hero is fun and clever and reminds us why we loved Pixar in the first place. David Rooney of The Hollywood Reporter called it a funny spin-off with suspense and heart, a captivatingly spirited tune take on splashy live-action retro popcorn entertainment. Emma Stefanski of Thrillist said, There's plenty in Lightyear to enjoy, and it's one of Pixar's better efforts over the last 10 years, but it ultimately feels half done. It feels like it ought to be the beginning of something, like its narrative is a prologue stretched into a feature awaiting the much more interesting second and third and fifth installments down the road. (laughs) It's Rachel doing voices, everybody. It's Rachel doing voices, everybody. Valerie Complex of Deadline Hollywood stated, Lightyear does not rely too much on Toy Story lore to build its world, but it would have benefited from showing some connection to that part of the franchise instead of using title cards. She further praised the technical aspects and wrote, The animation is gorgeous and hyper-realistic. The art department put their all into designing this universe and its characters and robotic villains, but criticized the screenplay, saying, Sometimes the story becomes convoluted and drags on, almost like there was a need to pad the runtime, causing Lightyear to get into even more trouble and creating a never-ending slew of trampling obstacles. Variety's Owen Gilberman wrote, Lightyear, in its eminently conventional and lackable way, is a far less audacious movie than that. For what is surely not the first time, Buzz's I Can't Do Anything Myopic Bravado has failed. Part of that may be that in the Toy Story films, he is a toy. That's part of the joke. One that Buzz is never quite in on. He thinks he's a real space ranger. So when you actually turn Buzz Lightyear into a space ranger, you enlarge him and diminish him at the same time. In contrast, BBC's Nicholas Barber wrote, Oi, the story is thin, repetitive, and almost entirely dependent on the heroes being clumsy and gave the film two stars. David Ehrlich of IndieWire wrote, 
Light year remains firmly stuck in the past, even as it hurtles toward the future. And while screenwriters Jason Hindley and Angus McLean need that push-pull in order to tell a story and reconciling the lure of nostalgia with the potential for something new. It's hard for a movie to sell us on living in the moment when every scene feels like it's settling for less. Colleen Aftab of Time Out called the film a franchise low. Pixar's meta Toy Story spinoff gets lost in space. Are you high? No. <laughs> I am acting. Okay, just checking. The film has received criticism from some American conservatives who have argued that the film scene with a same-sex kiss is inappropriate for children. I was expecting this section to be more about that, and they gave it one sentence. And honestly, that's probably all it deserves. If we're I being agree, real. I agree. That's yeah. pretty. That's a, that's pretty much all it deserves. This has been the Wikipedia page for Lightyear Film. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button and to infinity and beyond. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.